Welcome everybody to the very special 4th of July bonus episode of the Q2Q podcast. If you don't know us by now, my name is Becca. My name is Ben. And I'm Shay. And as mentioned, today is a chaotic re-theme of a classic beloved attraction to a wonderful new American themed overlay or Mm -hmm. attraction entirely. I don't know yet. Who knows? So happy America Day, everyone. Happy America Day. Um, Hope y'all are going to see some fireworks or at least hear them. Eat something delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's your, so what do you guys typically do to celebrate the 4th of July? Ben? Ooh. Well, my plans kind of change every year. Uh, Last year, I hung out at my uh my brother's girlfriends well then girlfriends actually as of yesterday or two days ago now fiance's house um so yeah go chris Uh, congratulations um and usually we'd like go look at the watch the fireworks somewhere previously to that we would go to dover and watch their fireworks obviously last year we couldn't do that because most places canceled theirs um but now i also celebrate my anniversary on the fourth of july so oh. i have to do something pretty impressive and i'll Happy let you know anniversary, what that is ben. when i figure it out thank you for two years that's insane that's two crazy years. i remember hearing about you two years ago and being like i hope he's good and here we are <laughs> <laughs> and now you know that i'm not <laughs> exactly it was a ruse it was uh, all a ruse how about I, you shay what yeah. do you usually do i don't know if there's a usual for me yeah it's it always changes this this year i'm excited for this year uh so abby and i are in a, a D group and we oh, haven't actually yes. played in like a month i think our the last time we played was like memorial day weekend um and so we finally just like cornered everyone we're like let's play over july 4th weekend and one of them said let's just play on july 4th okay so we're gonna play and it's in a part of town that apparently has its own little fireworks display, and we're gonna barbecue and do nerdy things. It's exciting. Awesome! Yeah. That Amazing. sounds like a great holiday to me. Becca, yeah. how about you? What are you um, doing? So for the last what's it nine years now, uh, I've worked at an amazing place um, in which I must. It's the busiest day of the season, so I'm usually working on the Fourth of July, which is fun. We usually do fireworks. Uh, Canopy this year is not doing fireworks on the Fourth. Oh. Bummer um they're they are returning on in on july 16th though every friday from july 16th to september 3rd a all right um some news in this bonus episode um <laughs> but this year i will also be working the full day but my aunt usually hosts a killer fourth of july party with so much food she usually has a pool sometimes she doesn't because you know it's a temporary thing and typically my cousin will 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 do some fireworks but i guess there's no fireworks this year so i'm not missing missing too much and i'm hoping that um i might be able to stop by after work this season so um fingers crossed but yeah fourth of july because of my aunt's little gathering has has been one of my favorite favorite holidays because i feel like regardless of the the america part of it it's always just like a feel-good holiday like there's no expectations for for uh like gifts or celebration for a specific person or a specific thing it's just kind of an all-around good time so fourth of july has always stood for me as one of one of the more fun kind of holidays you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, Yeah. absolutely 
So yeah, so uh, happy 4th of July, everybody. Today we are going to destroy, hopefully, an attraction you love by oh. retheming it slash overlaying it with an American-themed yep. um, ride. I don't know where I was going with that. That was the it's end of something my Something in your face, America. Yeah. So if you guys remember back to Halloween, we did an episode just like this about retheming Rock and Roller Coaster into the Rock and Pumpkin Coaster starring Scarosmith. So it's going to be just as chaotic as that. And we're not even really sure what's going to happen. So um, yeah. And Let's... the difference between that episode and this episode is that last time we all picked one attraction and redid the whole, like we had our own overlays for, for each of us. But this one, we, we kind of gave each other like the free for all of you pick one and we'll figure it out. And I think it was just because <laughs> the, the theme was very specific this time yeah. of like, mm -hmm. we knew the theme. We just didn't know the attraction last time we knew the attraction, didn't know where we all were heading with it. So, right. And, and unfortunately we don't have writer Jamie this time. Oh but. yeah. Jamie couldn't make it today. I'm super bummed. We did invite her. Don't worry. We didn't just kick her off the re-theme train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie, we miss you. Train. I kind of like that. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway does anyone want to go first anyone feel confident in their design um yeah unless you want to go first Shay, I'll start no no please go for it ben Mike. yeah so i'm doing something stupidly radical with this retheme um we're bringing ip to animal kingdom hmm. okay so in this ride i'm going to retheme dinosaur into a time traveling Captain America adventure. Okay. Oh. All right. Yep. So the whole premise of the ride is it, um, let's let's start with a general idea. Um, time travel is obviously a thing in the Marvel universe, mm -hmm. uh, so it fits with what's already in Dinosaur. Um, you can easily retheme a time rover to look like some kind of World War II jeep. Oh, true. Hmm. Um, I mean, isn't so, the Indiana Jones one sort of already there? Pretty yeah, much, honestly. yeah. <laughs> so the whole concept is Red Skull has also figured out a way to go back in time and is trying to knock the uh, America, specifically, out of the war before Captain America can ever, you know, beat him. So you need to f go through this big um, kind of incursion and stop his new super weapon. And then you're going to be greeted by a video of Captain America at the end saying like, oh good job soldier and that kind of thing so what so. is his super weapon that is an excellent question <laughs> well, what do you what do you think it would be ben like like what is this crazy <laughs> machine that could be captain america like what Ooh. would it have to do i don't know much about marvel we've established that on this podcast <laughs> oh that's true so oh man to beat captain america well, I mean, it would just have to be some kind of like giant like bomb or I don't know, but it's got to be something like Disney friendly, obviously. Um, it, it would have to be something ridiculous. I haven't quite gotten there yet. Well, but... I mean, we're going to have something like 16 different dinosaur figures just hanging out. So we might as well just put them all into one room. And the secret weapon could be <laughs> it's just dinosaurs. a bunch of dinosaurs. Yeah, he's just releasing dinosaurs. He's on got the a, US. Yeah, I mean, he honestly, also has time travel on his side. That's it. Oh yeah, so I, I know that if my if I was trying to take out a hero and I could do time travel, I would skip the whole strangling them in the crib thing and go right for the dinosaurs immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, it's not even like oh I'm gonna go stop him before it's, he and he doesn't even want to burn him with a present. He just 
he sends them back to a random point like World War II just to like <laughs> save his pride. <laughs> so it's dinosaurs meet World War II, I guess. Um, this is a premise for an excellent movie. Like an ex- yeah. I just, oh, I want it. Okay, so Ben, if you're re-theming dinosaur, well, obviously we just established dinosaurs are still involved. Um <laughs> Is that going to be a twist though? Because like, is Dinoland USA, which is funny enough, it's Dinoland USA already stated in the name, right? But like, is it still Dinoland USA or is it some other kind of area that we're now in, in which to fit this ride into the theme of the land? So I think it's still Dinoland, but the only thing I would change is the Dinosaur Institute itself. It would still be the Dinosaur Institute, but you have like this ugly like banner over it, like <laughs> in town one day only, like Captain America Tribute Museum or like show like exhibit. So you still have the Dinosaur Institute. You still have all the time travel technology. Yeah, um, no, actually I really, I like this and, and I'm going to say why, because um, you, you guys know the, uh, the Mission Breakout Halloween overlay how yep. it's basically a sequel to yes. Mission Breakout. Like, you know, canonically, the Halloween overlay, o- overlay takes place later in the day than the actual ride. So right. I really, imagine if this was actually like, a f- you know, we didn't move the 16 dinosaurs. We left everything kind of more or less in the same place, but you're right, on this day only, <laughs> Captain America is visiting the Dino Institute <laughs> and Red Skull <laughs> comes in and is like, you're gonna go back in time. Sorry, a German accent. You are going to go back in time and like <laughs> sends him back, and then you have to go in and rescue him, or or yeah, or you're caught in the blast or something. That would actually be really interesting. Oh, that's even better. You have to go rescue Captain America. Yeah, because then it would okay. just turn to Captain America fighting sixteen different dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think. By definition, this is this is just an overlay. Like, oh, this it's, is absolutely it's an overlay. just like yeah. on the on every American federal holiday, we get Captain <laughs> yeah. America comes into the Dino Institute. <laughs> or is it literally a one day only overlay? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh man. I don't know, but I like the direction we're going. Uh, does anyone else want to have the floor for a bit? We'll 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 go back to it. This is ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> We're off to a really strong start. So, like, do you think that, like, if it's one day only Captain America at the Dino Institute, do you think, like, it's a 4th of July celebration in Dinoland, USA? Like, the whole oh, the whole area's yeah. decked out? Just imagine, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Chester and Hester dressed up as Uncle Sam. Oh, oh I want it. Okay? I this is your responsibility. Uh. Now you have to make it. <laughs> oh... I want it so badly. Wow. We're giving I'm Disney actually, free ideas here. Come on. I'm actually surprised that, yeah, Dinoland USA, because you're right, that is the literal name that doesn't do something for 4th of July. You know, put some flags on things or whatever. I mean, they, they, they put Donald's hat on the Brachiosaurus skeleton. Just give a little, well, they put a Santa hat on it too. So give a, just use the same beard for the Uncle Sam beard. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you could do it for the whole, like the whole month of July. It just becomes this like little, like America celebration is the month of July. Although the problem is, is that I believe, I mean, Dino Bash hasn't yet to go away, but Dino Bash was supposed to be just a summer thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, love it. Ben, yeah. that's so bold. 
so brave. Yeah. <laughs> Out. And it, and I like that you you chose Animal Kingdom because I like not that I wasn't thinking of it, but I, it took me until probably this morning to figure out actually what I was going to do. It was kind of on the back of my mind. So I just I just like the di- the Animal Kingdom poll. Yeah, you know, well, I I went through a few different uh, thoughts before I came to to mine, and, my, and you guys will find out mine is still very very much not completed thinking. But one of my thoughts was, yeah, why isn't there like an American Southwest section of Animal Kingdom? You know, there's pretty unique mm-hmm. wildlife mm-hmm. in there. Um, but so let, let let me go next was because I just I need you guys' help to finish this up because I am I'm trying to do the impossible. Um, what a great is, segue, Shay. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, which is that just like I'm trying. I, I'm trying to take this seriously because, in not that the Dino Dinos versus Captain America idea is very, very serious. Yeah, I mean, Chopsky <laughs> right there. But um, <laughs> I think uh, so because I, I think that I think the one thing that all Americans can agree on is that things need to change drastically. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, I was thinking about like the olden days of Epcot of sort of their way of presenting the future. And I was like, well, you know, so American Adventure still kind of has a, 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 a warning, but also a optimistic view of the future. And so does Spaceship Earth to a point, although it really needs to be updated. So I was like, what, what, what I've really wanted to do just in general is create art for children or for a family that's just like things need to improve let's figure out how to improve them so i really eventually i boiled down on picking buzz lightyear space ranger spin over in tomorrowland and not because it's buzz lightyear but because it's a it's a dark ride system it's an omnimover system so it's a much easier to deliver a plot inside of it and it's in tomorrowland because the biggest challenge with this concept is creating is is making this a positive thing making this into an idea of like things because you know the 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 underlying thought is things in america are pretty bad right now we need to fix it but the the positive optimistic disney way of presenting it is look at all of the things that we can do in the future as a Mm -hmm. group of people that's what we need to do is we don't need to look back. We need to look forward. And that's what Tomorrowland is all about. So the attraction, I wanted to call it the changing American landscape. And I really wanted it to be about the future of not American technology, but the future of American culture. Um, cool. Because, yeah, because we're going to continue. We, we, we're a, one of our proudest things of America, at least it used to be, was how we are. Um, a melting pot of cultures and everything and and um that is going to continue to be true uh i very much hope it will continue to be true um Mm -hmm. and so what i really want to do is is make an attraction that is just sort of based on the evolution of the america of really of american diversity um and looking forward at that so i'm like so you sort of you start you load in and I think we'll keep that first thing with the, with the science, with the astronauts kind of in a circle and on, I, I'm changing it. It's, it's not a, it's no longer going to be a, a shooting range. It's just going to mm-hmm. be straight I up, figured. you know, clamshell 
uh, mm-hmm. doom buggy sort of thing. And I think we keep the astronauts because we talk about right there, like you know this this is the future that we all wanted back in the six back in the seventies when this building was created. And we've come a long way, and we have a lot further to go as well. So we want to take a moment to look at at what is next for America, and then we enter into you. The, the, the next is that first big room and there's like a big robot on the left it's it's not the big room with the volcano in the distance it's sort of a semi big room and i'm thinking yeah, this the claw room. yeah this is a good opportunity for just pure nature because we need to take a moment and remember that like america is a pretty place it's hard to remember mm-hmm. that sometimes especially when you when you live in an urban center like i do but like there are very beautiful places in america and talk about how this is where we get into you know america hasn't always been as diverse as it is now um and in the beginning there were other people here yeah and so our original american diversity was and this is like how do we positively say that we came in and wiped out the native americans because that's what we all hear all the time is ah the the native americans taught us how to plant corn and they may have done that but we also killed a bunch of them them so it was like how so this is kind of the first thing is that this is where i want to talk about the first american diversity was the white man and indians how do we positively say that so it's it's talking about cohabitation with the land the first american diversity was the fact that we have a metric fuck ton of different kinds of land in this country like there are so mm. many different civilizations that could have happened in different areas. And there were, there were plenty of, of, of tribes that lived in all of the different parts of the country because of rivers, because of the farmland, because of the, the terrain and because of the way they could live effectively. And that's where the diversity started is in the different kinds of tribes. Yeah, no, I like that. So may, maybe using using the diversity of the American landscape as an extended metaphor for the diversity of the American people. Cause you're right. right. We have everything here. And, and the other thing is, is that we, as people who are so disconnected with colonialism at this point, always, there's always an, um, like a blanket term for like the native Americans. Right. But that's such a, honestly kind of offensive statement to say because there are so many different tribes that mm-hmm. walked in America and we boil it down to a one one group of like one giant group of people who were indigenous to the United States do you know what I mean so like the mm-hmm. diversity was in the tribes and was in the differences in in the, the the skills and the the lifestyles of those different tribes I'm sure that if you talk to those people who are descendant of those tribes they'll say that different tribes had different cultures and different different things so i think that's how you could start that shay yeah that was the original diversity and and this is nice so this this is taking it in a different direction than i was thinking but i really like this idea better because the next room is going to be the urban room the room of the city so this is the big room with the volcano in the distance this is like today so this is a really great metaphor because we came in our our colonialist practice was to take beautiful nature and replace it with concrete jungles and so 
the way that we can positively spin that is look at what we have built. This giant city teeming with life and full of different people and on and on and on. But the thing that we, the, the, uns, the, thing that we, the unsaid tragedy is that this is a room of city. This is no longer a room of nature. Um, but this is what America has done with its lot in North America and in a lot of places. Yes, there's lots of nature left, but for what we're getting at in terms of looking at, um, at landscape and using it as a, as a metaphor for people. Mm -hmm. So now here we are in this giant city. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What should we do in this room? Um, well, the majority of people live in cities. Okay. actually right yes and the more diverse places in the country are cities and urban life typically more rural places are homogenous so i'm not sure exactly where we could go narratively but i think that's if you're if you're again looking at yeah. diversity and looking at progress as culture we could we could look towards that you could also oddly enough use disneyland as the example mm. yeah because both i mean both disney world and and walt disney world so depending on which which place you're putting it in or both um disneyland was orange groves and walt disney world was swampland <laughs> and now it's concrete jungle theme park city you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah so you could use those as as the example of how yeah. we've used that land and and what we've done with it and like i don't i just the, the thing is is like now that we're using this like land thing it's like kind of sad because it's like oh man but land where'd it go nature well that's and that is the really sad part because i like how this is also sort of becoming a um a <laughs> eulogy for our climate um because the <laughs> next the next portion would be space because that is that is if we if we as a as a race last long enough we are going to go to space so this is when we start talking about what does diversity look like in space and so this is when we really start talking about the positive changes that need to happen you know in order for the beautiful landscape of of america to extend truthfully into space we need to make sure that everyone can go to space that's the big thing is that we can't just send you know the thing we won't say is only rich people or we, we can't let only rich people go we have to say is you know in, in a good future the american future every man woman and child who wants to can go to a new home on a new planet that sort of thing and that's where it loops around and and remember that the part of the ride we're in at right now is a really there's a low roof and you sort of look out into a couple different um scenes and that's what we're going to see is a little scene on the left of us of everyone who wants to can go to space scene on the right everyone being in space and then it turns left and we're inside the giant space dome the projector room yeah which is which will be pretty much the same thing which is you know here we are now. Now we're in, in space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we as America have now gone to space. We've brought everyone who wants to with us. And now what? Now we're in the very last scene, which is, you know, the, the one where you are fighting Zerg for realsies. But what? I don't know how to end this ride. 
Could just fight Zerd. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same, yes. Um, Can you imagine? You're traveling through space and suddenly an evil space crab attacks. <laughs> a, a space emperor. Don't go <laughs> colonial in space. Actually, I mean, that's literally what the metaphor is, right? Um, no, 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 oh wait, no, hold on. I like this is that we could be, this is what it is, is, you know, the last time we Americans moved ourselves to a foreign place, we probably didn't treat, we, we definitely didn't treat the people who were there already fair. But with our several thousand years of, or hundred years of evolution, the next time we go and meet someone, we know that we need to treat them better. There, there's Aww. a more... There's a more positive Cute. way to spin that. But, but that's what that last scene should be, is Americans meeting aliens. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Love it. So there we go. There is so my... Wait. Yes? What does your, like, cue look like? Um, I think... Because okay. I didn't ask Ben this question because, you know, I mean, I asked him about the land, but since it's just an overlay over a dino land, it looks mostly the same. So, Correct. but for you, if you're reach, if you're changing this whole thing. Yeah. What's no, I, I, I know what I want it to be. Um, you know, you know how in the queue of living with the land, it's very simple. It's just a bunch of quotes on a wall about how awesome nature is. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. Very simple. Just pretty art on a wall lots of quotes about how important diversity is yeah okay yeah i like, I like it, it. Mm -hmm. um wow. oh and and no, no no better better idea so that sort of thing but also this is a cue that needs to maybe have like conversation starters or something things in the queue that encourage you to talk with strangers with other people in the queue okay that, yeah um, like an so ask you, your neighbor thing or yeah, see exactly. who around you is yada 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 yeah because that's that's, cool. that's the joy of diversity yeah. is meeting i mean there's lots of joys of diversity one of my favorite things is meeting people that aren't like you yeah mm. um, so i would want i would want Definitely. to encourage that in the queue oh Excellent. i love that that's really yeah. fun i that's like, a great idea Shay. thank you that's just a that's a really cool idea for a ride and i really want it <laughs> it's, it's such a living with the land spaceship earth thing yeah yeah I, honestly living with the land one of my early mental drafts of this took place in living with the land it was gonna be like living with the american land and i was like it kind of already is that so it sort of it moves basically past is it, that. But yeah yeah i love that i yeah. just like the idea like uh, i just diversity is a very good thing we <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we could say it enough. Um, cool. Yeah. What about, hear uh, about my silly thing? Please do. Let's hear it. All right. So mine is more of uh, an overlay, maybe. It could be a whole new ride. But I'm basically, I'm deciding to um, change Winnie the Pooh, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> into a lovely American celebration. Um, Becca, I know what you're thinking. Uh this is a this is a um, a British IP, isn't it? Winnie the Pooh <laughs> from Britain. Yeah, we got that. I figured it out. Don't worry. So, Christopher Robin and his pals are on holiday in America for the Fourth of July, 
Um, and in a classic, classic Winnie the Pooh scenario, Christopher Robin has to go out and leaves a message for his friends and writes for July celebration. Now the pals go, who is Julie? Because uh-huh. he writes for July and they read it as for Julie celebration. So they think that they have to plan a party for Julie. Who's oh Julie? Gosh. We have no idea. So basically when we get, when we get through the queue is the same, more or less, it's just, you know, classic Winnie the Pooh. Um, maybe we throw in a little bit of like American iconography in our, our book pages. And, and we, we make it clear that this ride is taking place in, in America. I'm thinking um, classic New England America. So it's very easy to identify it in a quote colonial setting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when mm-hmm. you think of stereotypical old America, it's New England, right? Right. Or at least I do. And it could be biased, but <laughs> um, it's either New England or like Virginia or New York. Right. It's it's. And I mean, that's totally fine because, you know, if it's 4th of July themed anyway, that's kind of a time like right kind of the time we're looking at so that that fits right and so basically what what's gonna happen is that winnie the pooh and his and the pals are trying to read about and are being transported into classic stories of the revolution and they start to learn about like the Boston Tea Party, and they make a silly little British joke about what a waste of tea. Well, oh, I was even gonna say that they caused the Boston Tea Party. Also, like, that just get nope, into nope. Ben, I agree. Nope. They're they like, what's a party it. without tea? And then they go on the ship and drop a lot of it in the harbor. Exactly. Nope. Perfect, Ben. I like it. But it's it's just these classic little things, like and like I don't know, like instead of Paul Revere riding on a horse, it's like Tigger bouncing through the place, like it, it just. These are my silly ideas. And I, I didn't think about it too, too much because I, I wanted to bounce some stuff off of you of like what, like you said, Ben, like what silly shenanigans could Winnie the Pooh and his pals get involved in during the Revolutionary War <laughs> in a very non-dangerous way and like such a Disney way of teaching, teaching it like. Yeah, no, I think that would absolutely be the kind of thing like they're they're just getting these situations obviously you don't have to have like actual combat in the winnie, winnie the pooh ride but and, definitely things like that like oh and gotta... like i think owl is the one that gives the message of like the one is by land two is by sea and he just like can't make up his mind over which lantern he likes better so he holds up both of them like <laughs> or like just something very silly like that i i just yep. you no know, i like that i like where that's going winnie the pooh and his um... pals shay any thoughts uh, Piglet needs to play Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> so what's his scenario then? If he's playing Hamilton, where's Hamilton in this? Oh man. Um, I mean, I'm just imagining that, yeah, that Piglet is the one who has to figure out how to pay for this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's just in his office writing yep, for yep. hours. <laughs> He's surrounded by papers and they're all on the floor and they're getting wet by oh some gosh. reason. <laughs> it like rained or something. Um, who that's what we could do right now is cast the lovely cast of Winnie the Pooh as American revolutionaries. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think of course Pooh Bear has is to be George, George Washington. Washington. Yeah, yep. and then yeah. Pig, he's like spouting off everything that in like every scene that they need for the party, and, and Piglet that, has to be the scribe and write it. And for that him. low key works <laughs> canonically of Pooh and Piglet being best exactly. pals. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, I think Tigger would be Paul Revere. Yep, I like that. Um, Owl would be Ben Franklin. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Are you yep. kidding? Um. What about poor Eeyore? <laughs> Aaron Burr just confused at all. Oh time. no. <laughs> Eeyore Don't kills Piglet. No worries. I'm just going to wait for it. <laughs> uh. Honestly, oh, not no. wrong. Eeyore gets fed up, kills Piglet. No, it's fine. If anybody's Aaron Burr in the story, it's no. Rabbit. Oh, oh also man, true. Yeah. Oof. Um, who, who are Kanga and Rue? Great question. Oh man, I'm trying to think of like a famous small child from Revolutionary times. Now we're just I casting them I in think, Hamlet, honestly, I or think Hamilton. Kanga Hamilton would probably be Betsy Ross, and then Rue would just be like her kid. I don't know, like the kid in the tricorn hat. You know, it's just like <laughs> like I want to fly the flag, Mama, or be like the drummer boy on the battlefield or something. You know. Winnie yeah. the Pooh and his pals are no longer British. They are fully American. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh goes to America, man. Hey, everyone goes to America on 4th of July. <laughs> um, so, so in the end, of course, they learn that the 4th of July is just the date. Oh, mm-hmm. who's Christopher Robin in this case? If they're the one causing all the, 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 the problems, where I mean, the he hell is Christopher comes Robin? At the end, I think. King George? <laughs> I was thinking like Yankee Doodle or something. Oh man, they're just like they're all marching behind him playing the flute at the end, you know. <laughs> oh, I like it. Oh, stuck a feather in his cap. Call yep. macaroni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. Um, I-, I like I like where you're just going. So so Becca, what does your cue look like? I, like I said, I think it's just that same storybook situation. Of, okay. Of we see these pages, but we see Christopher Robin in his little. Uh, yankee hat and his yankee outfit we see all Mm -hmm. of them in like like i think they're dressed up like the way we cast them um and i think that this ride though it is in fantasy land i think we physically pick it up and move it to to liberty square liberty square sure yeah um i I think that over real quick yeah just uh, pick it up move it just pick um, up winnie the pooh and, and move, move it somewhere, somewhere else, else. <laughs> exactly um wouldn't be too hard right just move no, a whole building the easiest thing what's yeah, the closest easier than setting thing? up a good looking beauty in the beast castle i mean just swap the ride systems i mean we could make it the boats from peter pan's flight just tear that out and uh put <laughs> Just have two Winnie the Pooh rides. One is Peter Pan. <laughs> Shout out to my alternate idea. Oh, gosh. No. Oh. The world wasn't ready for it. It was not. Maybe next July, Ben. Next July. Um, I was also thinking of retheming Pirates of the Caribbean, but I just didn't find a way to make it funny. So obviously can't do it. No, I think we got some rock solid ideas. Uh, Disney, take them. Free, yeah, free material here. Um, or let me design them and... And pay an engineer. Um, so, any final thoughts? Do we have any more? I know it's a short episode, but it's a bonus. So, who needs this? Is a bonus episode. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah, I don't really know. I like I mean, all of them, I want all of them right now. <laughs> I do. I 
so I, yeah, I bounced around a lot of different ideas because I, I wanted, I wanted to have a serious, you know, critique of positive critique of America. And I'm really, I'm happy with where we landed. But one thing I really do think that, that Disney needs to do is update Spaceship Earth in a way mm-hmm. that, in yep. a way that encourages responsible communication. Um, yes. Because that's and and this this is it's it's not very patriotic, but it is very American in terms of just how communication has been just hijacked by people with ulterior motives. Um, so I've been really thinking, you know, the, the 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 new Spaceship Earth, our shared story, is probably not going to touch on this stuff because it sounds like they're just going to make it bright and colorful, and I'm sure I will love it. Um, but it would be very interesting to see, really, like. What if you took Spaceship Earth and you took that last scene and put it at the beginning and just had like the entire thing about how to responsibly navigate the internet and, you know, n- n- not even just like how to avoid porn, but like, how do you, <laughs> how do you go onto Facebook and how do you actually suss out the difference between the, the truth and false? And for those who say that there's no such thing as truth, it's like, okay, well then let's at least figure out how to, discern reality you know yeah Mm -hmm. um no and i like that you took a a serious spin because you knew us two goons were not going to take this seriously (laughs) at all um yeah although your your last re-theme came up with one of our one of our favorite quotes on this pod so (laughs) that's true it is perfectly safe it is perfectly safe safe. (laughs) um for the next one i'll do something funny i promise no, 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 that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, no, I really do like where you went with that, Shay. Um, Becca's would be absolutely hilarious. It'd be and then so dumb. Just absolute oh, shenanigans. I don't, I don't actually want mine. I feel like it would be so dumb and so un, no one would like it. Like, I think. Oh, I want that one very badly. If people heard that this was happening, they'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? That's why we don't tell them about any of these. And then when they show up on 4th of July, it just is there. It's just there. Perfect. Um, any Anything else before we, we head out? I think that's all we had. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm going to throw a throw a surprise on the two of you because I forgot to mention it before. Um, oh. Peep our new merch over on Teespring. We have put our um, Drink Up Me Hardy's Yo-Ho design from Scribble Scrub Studio on some shirts. Nice. So uh, oh, head over nice. there and go get, go get your merch um uh, also we still have let the kids be gay and those profits half of those profits will always go to the trevor project so if you wanted to, if you want to purchase those shirts over there you can you can head on over there as well as our just classic logo um that shay helped us finesse so yes you did you forgot already <laughs> you did it, work. it has been a while i mean <laughs> it's it's been a while anyway thank you guys so much for listening to this good bonus episode and yeah. uh, we'll see you in a couple days i guess yeah hopefully you had as much fun as we did all right <laughs> see you later happy fourth of july everyone happy fourth